Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Joining us now to talk some rugby, though, is uh, Brendan Laney. G'day, Brendan. How you doing? Yeah, good things, bud. Good, that's good, that's good. the story, mate. I don't know if you if you know the term Schnadenfreude, but I mean, as a Highlanders fan, does it does it make it easier getting through the week when you live in Christchurch and the Saders have just lost after what your team dished up on Friday? <laughs> well, now, <laughs> especially with my business partner who played a hundred games for Canary, uh, Chris England, so that's going to make my week real good. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, mate. I bet. Hey, uh, I mean, coming into that game against the Blues on Friday night, you know there was that late news, the changes to the Blues, no Bowden Barrett, a few others out as well. Um, I thought about this and I looked at Thomas Umunga Jensen and the way he had performed last week and looked at the you know the, the fact that um, uh, Brownie had probably put out his best team and I thought, man, the Highlanders are every chance here. And they were paying 350 at the TAB. I don't mind telling you that I lost some money on that one, Justin. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, Brendan, uh, when you saw that, I mean, were you thinking, oh, we're not going to be 0-4 here. We'll pick this one up. Well, look, to be fair... It's like any team when they get um, get a bit of pressure put on them, and you know, like you said, they were 0-3 at the time. I thought that they were, they were due a win, um, and, and, and you're right, they were probably um, everything was sort of starting to align for them a bit. Um, the Blues had a few guys out. Um, the Gordie Hunter Memorial Trophy's up for grabs, which always makes you, the Honda boys get up. But um, but unfortunately. Um, there was a lot of trying, but um, uh, you've got a hand at this blue side. They're, they're a bloody good outfit, aren't they? The Leon McDonald's got them playing some great rugby, and um, and they scored some tries, which uh, um, if you go back a few years, the Blues probably wouldn't have scored. So um, you've got a hand it to um, the Blues, the way they played, but it was disappointing from the Highlanders in some respects. Um, losing losing Umanga Jensen probably didn't help too much. He was the best attacking weapon, and and him going off the field probably didn't help, but still, um, you, you do have to hand it to the Blues. The way they played, and particularly later on in that game, um, it made it fairly tough for the Hondas. But, you know, they went in at half-time 13-3. They will be feeling really bloody good about themselves. And, and unfortunately, like Brandon said afterwards, you know, you don't get many opportunities, uh, especially against a team like Blues. And, and, and when you do get them, you've got to grab them. And, and unfortunately, the, the Highlander boys didn't take them. So um, they'll probably be more disappointed about that. Hey, Bob, thanks for joining us, mate. Marshy here. Hey, look, um, you, you touched on um, Thomas Umanga Jensen. And, that, like, does it, does it concern you that when he left the field, and, and you just uttered these words, and I know that I did too after the game, that when he left, there didn't seem to be any other major threat because, you know, Highlanders teams in the past have had threats right across that back line. But once he left, there wasn't anybody really getting over the advantage line and threatening defenders. Does that concern you? Because where does Brownie go if he's injured? 
Well, that's yeah, did right, Marshy. I couldn't agree with you more. And I, I was with another guy, we were having a beer, watching it, and, and he said exactly the same thing to me. He said, "Geez, what are we going to do now? If he's off the field, because um, he has been so dangerous with the ball in hand. He, he you know, he was break, making breaks, looking to offload. He's been doing it for every game he's played in as well this year. And um, and unfortunately, at the moment, um, they haven't. Um, you know, I suppose John and the Ricky's um, another one who's who's uh, you know a real big ball player for the Highlanders, particularly last year, and he hasn't been there either. So, um, Sam Gilbert's only just starting out. He's a big lad, um, but uh, you know, is he is he breaking a game open for us? Um, so yeah, I, I, it is a bit of a worry to be fair. Um, but does that does that go back to the depth in New Zealand rugby too? Um, you know, at the end of the day. Uh, we've got five teams here trying to spread um, so many players out over our, our five franchises. And um, is there the talent around? I, 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 the, there should be. Um, but are we losing too many overseas? Um, so, yeah, there's a worry, um, real massive worry, particularly for the Hondas. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you're coming up uh, against um, all these New Zealand sides who, and, and let's be honest, every game is a, is a, is a real bang. You know, it, it's... You know, you're playing against, um, you know, all black against all black, mate against mate, and, and they're always big, big games, doobies as well. So, um, you know, that makes it tougher again. But yeah, I, I, it is a massive worry, I reckon, Marshall, because they haven't got the game breakers, um, and, and they've got to have that. Interesting, you mentioned that on 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 depth there, Buff, because I looked at you know the last week, um, uh, Moana Pacific against the Crusaders and and uh, um, Levi Amoa and uh, Danny Talia in midfield. I mean, those guys have both been running around. Why have they not been picked up? Does that say more about the Highlanders' recruitment than it does about the depth? Well, I look, I, I, it, it is a massive worry. I think um, look at the end of the day. Um, you know, you go back to to ITN Cup, and you know we're trying to. We, we there hasn't been the depth that we're used to. Um, you know, players are getting offered more to go overseas and play overseas. They're leaving earlier, and that's that's just the harsh reality. That's professional sport too. I suppose we're going to take that on the chin. Um, but uh, when it comes to the recruitment side of things, look, you know, when it comes to that, it's very tough for um, for any. Any franchise to get um, the right guys in their um, in their franchise, but look, you got to admit that's something the Crusaders have certainly done well, and you have to say that the Chiefs have, have done it very well as well. So um, you know the Hondas, uh, it seems to be, and this is no disrespect to to any of the players down there um, at all, but um, it, it does make it tough when when um, you know that depth is getting tested, um, and then. Of course, you know, you're chucking COVID at the moment. It makes it tougher again. You've got four or five guys getting taken out of your team, and it's not just the Hollanders. Um, your depth's getting tested, and, and we're seeing that, you know, with the Chiefs and the way they play, um, the guys stepped up. So, um, but, yeah, I think it would be certainly a massive worry for, for the management of the Hollanders at the moment that, um, you know, that they're struggling in particular um, with some game breakers and, and where do they get them from? Gee, sorry, Buff, I can't help myself, mate, but uh, if you were to take one on the chin, it'd be a big ricochet. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I was waiting You did, you did set yourself up for that. Hey, look, uh, do you think then, look, so I was watching the Highlanders and I was thinking to myself, because of that lack of attacking threat, now you've got a good mind for the game, you've coached, you've played, 
and you're a good analyst. Did, did you did you think that that then made them become like they they just looked like they had no answers, so they just kicked the ball away like so often and like that's we both know Brownie. That's not his mindset. But do you think because they've got to a point where they don't have those threats that we've been talking about, that they're trying to play a game where they're waiting, kicking the ball to the opposition, waiting for them to make a mistake and trying to somehow gouge out a win rather than just going out there and playing the type of rugby you know the Highlanders can play, just phase after phase after phase after relentless patience. Yeah, did right. And, and at the end of the day, that's something the Highlanders have been good with, um, particularly under Brownie. And, and, and you go back to when even Jamie was coaching them, you know, they... Yeah. They never really had many superstars as, as such, but they they worked their tails off, hang on the ball, make teams um, work hard on defence. And at the moment, it looks like a bit of an out clause, doesn't it? The kick, and and unfortunately, mm. we, we saw some of the kicking that happened on Friday night. It was poor kicking. Um, there wasn't a lot of distance yeah. in it. And fairness, um, uh, when, when it was kicked, you know, okay, sometimes you can get away with, with, with a kick and turning it into a, a bad kick, turning it into a good kick with a good chase, but that wasn't even happening really either. Um, and you can't afford to kick to, to many of these New Zealand sides because the, the counter-attack is, is one of their major weapons. You know, they practice it week, uh, week in, week out. So and the other thing I find too, and, and I've played a lot of teams overseas as well, when your game plan's not working... Or it's just not coming off. Once again, once again, that out clause is sticking on the foot and and, and give it back yeah. to them and, and back to defence. And and that seems to be happening a touch. And and it'll disappoint Brownie a bit too because we know how he loves to, you know, pull a team apart with his with his uh, attack. And and that really hasn't been happening a bit. So, well, look, you can see from them. They're trying their guts out. You can you can see that their attitude is they're going. Now they they are certainly trying. It's not because of lack of lack of effort. But you know, at the end of the day, if they they get to a point where things aren't quite coming off, or their kick becomes out very very quickly, unfortunately. Yeah, agree. Totally agree. Well, while we've got you, mate, um, it'd be very remiss of us not to uh, sort of dig deep into your your rugby playing days and. Um, Get your thoughts on the Scottish boys and, and the Six Nations in general. Have you seen Have you seen much of that? And what are you making of how Scotland are going at the moment? Yeah, I have. I've actually I, I, I do make an effort to get up and watch a bit of it. I um I actually really enjoy it. Look, I, I was just really lucky to be able to play that that competition, and it and it, it does it does actually excite you. It's it's a pretty cool competition to be involved in the Six Nations and. And you know, the, particularly the way the Six Nations has gone this year, um, you know, Scotland getting up and beating England first up was just amazing. I know mm-hmm. guys in Scotland were on the on the plant for six days in a row. They, <laughs> they, <you know, laughs> they, they that is just a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unfortunately, it might have been a couple of the players because they lost them next week. But um, yeah, yeah, the Six the Six Nations is such a tough competition because. You know, Wales probably hadn't performed that well in their first game, came out playing played extremely well in the second game, um, which put um put the competition back into uh, making it really interesting. France have been outstanding. Uh England, once again with, with Eddie Jones, that's always an interesting uh to watch what he does in the Six Nations with his team. Um 
I'm actually if I'm honest, I'm halfway through watching the English uh, Italian uh, English Irish game at the moment, and um, and I watched the Scottish boys play. So um, yeah, and, and the and the Italians defended really well today. They they, they mm. did it well last week as well. But the Scottish just had uh, you know, they're probably a bit lucky in a couple of aspects. Um, you know they got a couple of passes away that. that you know, went to hand or could quite easily be dropped. Um, we saw Finn Russell once again. He's uh, <clears throat> he's um, edge of your seat uh, watching, isn't he? When he, when he's playing, um, yeah. it reminds me of Gregor Townsend to be fair, because Tony could do one thing absolutely magnificently, and then then hit everyone with the head in their hand. So um, <laughs> he reminds me of Tony a lot. But yeah, look, look the Scottish boys have got some talent. You know, they've got a, a, a a really nice back line that, that can throw the ball when, around when they get a, get a bit of space. But the Italians, now, Kieran Crowley, I thought, has done a great job with him. They've, uh, they've worked really bloody hard. They've, they've defended really, really well. They'll be disappointed with, obviously, uh, the English game with the nine tries. But up until then, they've put, put a lot of pressure on some teams and, and probably don't deserve to be um, the wooden spoon. But unfortunately, with only six teams in it, the, yeah, it could quite easily be Scotland or World End. So, uh, yeah, it was good to watch Scottish get up. Um, it's always a great competition, Marshy, and, and uh, it'll be really interesting to watch the rest of this, Italian, uh, this uh, English-Irish game. So, oh, well, don't tell me the score. Don't tell me the score, mate. I haven't finished yet. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> cheers for coming on, mate. Well, sorry to interrupt your viewing for the afternoon, but always good to chat. <laughs> and uh, we'll catch well, up with you again soon, eh? It's the size of the head of the mower on the lawn, so I'm trying to stay out of that. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Uh, Brendan yeah, Lady, here, here with us on uh, the rugby run with Bunnings Trade. We're here to make your job easier because helping business is our trade. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.